Welcome everyone, this is Paddling and Zoigs. I'm Kimberly Woods and I am joining Adam and Soren for today's podcast. Hello Kimberly, <laughs> nice to have you here. Decent, nice one, Kim. I was pretty nervous about That's probably the most nervous I'll be for the next... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worth getting that out of the way, getting it out of the way early. I quite like this. I think we should make that the new feature, Soren, that we let the guest do the intro. That's, that's twice we've done that now. I think that... Yeah, I think that works really good, honestly. Yeah, I think. All right, Kim. Hey, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in such a long time. You good? I know. It's been so long, like... It's been so long since I've seen anyone, to be fair. But, um, yeah, no, I think it's good. I'm looking forward to get back into training. Um, yeah, missing everyone, missing all the uh, international guys. Had a good Christmas and New Year's. It was as good as it could be. What about yourself? Yeah, Adam, go ahead. Oh, I thought she meant you, sorry. You can. I'll go first. I don't care. Yeah, I had like a really good Christmas, and I think New Year's Eve was as good as is possible right now. Like, not many people, but everyone had such a good energy, and yeah, really like started hard into into twenty twenty one. As hard as possible, I think I'm still a bit slow. (laughs) (laughs) And you, Adam? How about you? How was your New Year's Eve? Yeah, good, good. Um, let's say good, it wasn't really. It was, <laughs> yeah, same mm-hmm. as Kim, as good as it kind of can be at the moment. Um, Kim actually dropped off a little um, New Year's Eve party in a bag <laughs> early on in the evening for us. So we had some party poppers to um, fire off at midnight and there's some chocolate and, and bubbles in there. So that was quite cool. Yeah, I saw that. Hey, by the way, was the fireworks a lot with you? Was what, sorry? Fireworks. Did you have fireworks? Well, we didn't hear, but but there were fireworks, like in London and just outside our house and stuff. But like, could like normal people buy fireworks in a shop and light them up? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I know, was... not of course, because we, we weren't allowed to. Oh, um, okay. And I think in Netherlands also not, because they said the, the hospitals are already full and if people get injured by lighting up fireworks, then it's even harder on the healthcare system so they banned it for this year wow that was probably a sensible idea to be fair yeah yeah unless you're in the fireworks business yeah Yeah. (laughs) i remember last year uh, no i think it's two years or three years ago i don't know but i accidentally like let like a i don't know how they are called in english man in germany they're called kubanische kanunkugeln and it's like uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's, definitely can't help with that translation. So, so it's, it's so it's basically like a like a like TNT wrapped in rope or something, and it's like it makes really loud now loud noise. And I accidentally had it go off in my hand, but oh. then nothing happened. That was super weird. Mm. But you know what happened? Because they banned the the fireworks. Like everyone went to the Polish border and bought like fake fireworks there and they are even more dangerous. So I don't know if, that, if that helped. So <laughs> there's always, uh, you know, there's always consequences to changing these rules. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. They they said that we weren't going to be having New Year fireworks like in London just to like avoid crowds. But they did have like um, a few fireworks and drones creating images and things and kind of wrapping up i guess 2020 which was really cool um to have like a little light show and stuff 
I haven't seen this yet, but yeah, I heard about this, this like drone show. It sounds like, yeah, that's like the future, seriously. It's mad. <laughs> Technology just blows my mind. The sounds right. I need to say, I need to say <clears throat> when we stepped outside for New Year's Eve and then I expected there wouldn't be fireworks because they were banned. Um, but when I saw them, I was kind of happy. I don't know. I thought that they don't really matter, but then in the end, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is actually nice." <laughs> like the ones that did it, they did it like it wasn't allowed, but it was nice that they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 All right. Hey. Um, yeah. What are you guys up to? Are you training again? So we start tomorrow, don't we, Cam? Yeah, we're back on white water tomorrow, but it's very restricted like we can only spend a certain amount of time in the center and we have to be in and out basically as quick as possible yeah i can see but uh, and you have to change at the cars right yeah that's it and there's yeah no access to the building um for us to start with again uh, but i don't get it like football clubs and everyone is also doing training together and it's even like it's even worse so why you, you are just yeah so few people you're like 12 people or something how many how many people are training right now in Livelli then anyways it's almost 20 i think 20, but it's right. still it's not many yeah i mean it's so hard to know what the right thing to do is isn't it um i feel like we could almost be put into little like little bubbles by now almost yeah. at least be able to be around our coaching group and stuff and um like be with our coach to watch video and things cuz you know it's going to just when we see the way, you know, some other nations are already operating and even like other sports in the UK as well actually seem to be um, operating with less restrictions at the moment. Um, so, it, yeah, it's tough, but I mean, we have got to be careful as well. Obviously, we don't want to get ill. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Who knows what the right the right way to go? But I guess, yeah, the important thing is and the, the thing we're happy about is we get to get back on the white water tomorrow. Um, and I've, I've been going crazy this this last kind of few days waiting for it. Um, I've had two really easy weeks over Christmas and I usually don't do that. I usually kind of don't take so much time off, um, but I actually wanted to let my body properly recover this time. And the first week was all good, but then the second week is like, like I'm, I'm ready to go back now, really ready. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited for tomorrow morning. But I mean, that's way better than when it's the other way around, right? So if you like, if you can't wait to get back on the water, you're way more motivated than when it's like, oh, I have to go already again. So that's, yeah, exactly. I think that's really good. Hey, this yeah, leads me good. to my first question. Um, I wanted to ask it in the end, but let's just do it now. <laughs> um, so I'll ask it in two directions, all right? So what could improve your paddling experience right now, like with the COVID restrictions and everything and everything you just said? And then in general, what could improve your paddling experience? Like it could be an object, could be a change, could be, could be anything. Uh, for me, yeah, I mean, um, I would love to sit on a start line, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's been so long since I've had that kind of race feeling. We had a little bit of a, uh, a kind of super September thing. Um, yeah, we weren't allowed to call it a race, were we? It was no. it was an enhanced training session. That's yeah. the line. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had that. But it, it, I mean, it did spark a little bit something because it'd been a while since I've been a kind of race environment, but wasn't a race. Um, 
and the last yeah the last race I've been to was there's the Tokyo test event so it's been quite some time now and it's the longest period I've gone without being on a start line and yeah just getting those feelings but it's hard to say because what can improve my paddling I guess but you're always improving no 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 wait wait wait. okay maybe you got the question wrong okay so what I was thinking of I always get cold hands while paddling and I wish oh, for okay. and I wish for a tool that would finally allow me to not have cold hand, hands anymore. For example, all right. Yeah. So maybe answer in this direction, not how you can improve your paddling, oh, but like what could change to have like you know a better paddling experience. Could be a gear, could be change of boats, could be weather, could be change in the restrictions, whatever you whatever you want. I think what would be cool is to almost like have everyone in the like same equipment if that makes sense so like rather than being so many boat designs like mm. with um i know you've got so many gala sports you've got so many vaders but i think what would be cool is to put everyone in the same boat okay. and um just kind of see what happens and it would be your boat design right the one you're going in right now <laughs> yeah obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and what about you oh I mean, for me, I think the main thing I miss is being able to give some of the the teammates and, and coaches and that a little little fist bump on the riverbank. I think that would improve my my experience a lot. We could almost have like maybe maybe like a big plastic sheet that could get put down and you can stand <laughs> either side of it and give each other a fist bump through the sheet. That'd be um, that'd make my life better. That's cool. <laughs> I might even maybe I can do that. That's actually quite easy to do. We um we could maybe set up a little fist bump sheet um, <laughs> near the uh, near the start pool. I might ask about that when we're in tomorrow. <laughs> well, well, I'm an athlete rep, so maybe I can push for this. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can you can get this done. Get it sorted. <laughs> nice. What about you, Soren? Mm, I thought okay when things get back to normal. I thought that you know you always have like um one hour time slots on the, on the, on the, let's say in the Valley before races. Though mm -hmm. I thought maybe you can like shorten this to like the, the distances when the new line gets on, if you shorten the amount of time there, let's say to half an hour or 15 minutes, you know, like not, you're still on the water for one hour, but the next group starts in 15 minutes. So at the beginning of the session, you don't have such a big pool of paddlers waiting at the starting line, you know, so that spreads better. So the first 10 minutes of the session are like spent better. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you mean. So you're still on for an hour, but all the nations are, it's like a staggered start. Yeah, no, it's like they are 50 minutes behind you, but they also like, they still stay for, for one hour, you know? And then the next one after also gets like 50 minutes later. So you have like smaller groups coming on basically. Yeah, I, I, that is actually a really good idea. Because half the time, the first few minutes, you like you're waiting at the start, or you're racing one line one time through, so you overlap everyone. There are like different, like there are literally like different tactics to it already. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's probably like a little bit more work to set it up the 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 from the administrative point, but I don't know. It could be could be easy. Like you basically just have to change the spreadsheet for it. That's it. You definitely have to trial that at a smaller event. <laughs> Could be, right? In Livelli, this wouldn't be hard. You have like 10 more yeah, minutes to train. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, and I still I still won't have warm hands. I need like real good paddling <laughs> gloves that like don't let any water in or something. Well, do you know what you need to do? There is a there is a trick to this. Tell me, tell me, Eddie. Um, You've never experienced this is, the cold. Tell me. This is for it. you. This is for you and all the other listeners. Um, you have to just put your hands in the water from the word go. Just get them in, and just get through the pain. And you almost kind of just wait until they numb, and then you can't feel them anymore. Yeah, but and then, yeah, but man, and then you're good to go. Yeah, but you're talking about like zero degrees, five degrees, whatever you have, ten degrees maybe even. We have like minus five. If you yeah, put your hands in the water, you, like it happens in Germany, it happens that you're paddling, and I don't know your life jacket freezes on you. You can't get them off when you get off the water. Your your paddling gloves freeze over. You know. Yeah, that is cool. I, I yeah, I have not actually paddled in that cold for a very long time. We had, we had a winter. Uh, it was before I moved to Lee Valley. Nottingham winters are colder than Lee Valley winters as well. That's it's not actually that far, but it's definitely a little bit warmer down here. Well, everywhere um, like in the country has snow at the minute, bar us. Yeah, that's true. Hey, what's so, the coldest <laughs> you have ever paddled in? I can remember paddling in minus. I think, oh, was it minus 13? It was something like that. Maybe early kind of, it was colder than minus 10, but maybe not by much in in Scotland when we were juniors, like over 10 years ago. And there was, there were like huge chunks of ice coming down the river. And I remember because one of the girls in the group, she got hit by, by a massive piece of ice. Um, I'm pretty sure it cracked her boat. And, and yeah, we all had to get off because it was like, I think it's getting a bit dangerous now, like huge <laughs> sheets of ice coming down. Um, but um, yeah, that's probably the coldest I've done. What about, what about you guys? Is that standard in Augsburg or? <laughs> Kim, go first. Kim, go first. I don't think I've paddled that cold. I, th I remember one winter, I think it was around 2010, when I was in Nottingham and it was absolutely freezing. And maybe... I don't know when I was that young. I don't didn't really pay attention to the how cold it was, but probably around minus five. But like, yeah, like my hair was freezing, and like there's photos I've got of like icicles coming down from my helmet, which is pretty cool. But I haven't experienced anything like that recently. All right. So for me, I remember it was like one of my first training camps, and we went to Augsburg. So we like I used to live in the west of Germany or like west north. <clears throat> And we went to a training camp to Augsburg. So it's like six hour ride and it's a really big thing at the beginning of your career. Like right now it's like standard to travel this far, but at that time it was like a big event. Like all, all people of the club came like two cars and like the club bus, everything is like a big experience. So there is no backing out when you're there. And we had like, <laughs> we had like really bad luck. It was like really snowing and then we had minus 18 degrees and I was like, oh. I was like 11 oh. or so. I don't, I don't really know anymore. So that's cold. Minus 18 is like the toughest thing. And it's like, and, and then people still, you know, like the K1 guys and especially at that time it was kind of cool to go like on bare feet. Oh. Bare feet. And, and then like you see the, these older guys who are like, they're not Hey, old. it's. It's still cool to go bare feet. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, so that's still thing then. And you see, the, you see the cool older guys who are like, you think they're older, but they're actually like just three years older and also yeah, like 13 or 14 years old. And then like you see them going bare feet, you're like, nice, that's cool. 
that's cool <laughs> I think it's, it's good <laughs> it's like people still wear sh- like um before christmas actually adam was there and i was like that guy's wearing a shorty keg and he had like a short sleeve ah, like, yeah. like thermal on but it was like do you not have a winter keg? And there's always fun. there's always someone yes, like yes. in your club someone, or yeah. someone who who will just rock a shorty year round. There's always one. Just like they don't you feel go, the cold. You go ten percent quicker when you've got a shorty on anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I feel that we're complaining, but I bet there's some. I bet there's someone listening who's like, "Oh, that's not even cold. You should try paddling in in Russia, wherever yeah, they are. Yeah. If it's Russia or yeah, somewhere that's that really gets cold, I bet." Um, I'd be interested to know what it's like there in the winter. Hey, when we when we are paddling in, in Augsburg, in the like, it's right now it doesn't really start so early anymore. But let's say like from from now on, basically, and in a few few weeks, I think it will start like for real, real. You get like at the, you know, at the at the top of the course at the old Olympic start. There's mm. like um, there's like a lot of white water still going on in winter because everything else like the main course is closed, as you might know or not know. So we have like just the, yeah, a little bit move water, not like real white water. But so at the top, you get like real ice. How would you call this? Like, like pyramids, basically, like on the, on the gates. So when you, oh, okay. so when you're paddling there on the top, it's like, like I said, this is difficult white water. Adam, you've trained there, right? When, when the course was closed, I think. I've, hmm. I've been up there, but I've not been there like in the cold or anything. Yeah, on the coast, um, in the coast close. So when you go there, it's like not easy white water and you really like have to read the water correctly. So when you miss it and you touch gates, really hurting, like high risk because like the, the, the ice is like really pointy <laughs> and it's, it's also not like small. So you can't get rid of it with a paddle. You really like, you, you need to either take it or go somewhere else, but then you don't have white water. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that's really cold. <laughs> that is cold. You know what? Um, I'm seeing a lot of people have been going to La Reunion this winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it looks unbelievable. Hey, like, I want to go there so you bad. Why, Adam? You know why they go there? Because it's part of the EU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be even more difficult for us. Not only that, but we've also got the you know, the super COVID. So yeah. Um, yeah. if whether they consider letting us in, um, we don't know, but we've got to get there. Um, I was thinking earlier, actually, I was like, oh, we should totally get someone on the pod who's like there now or yeah. is like about yeah. to go and ask them like, okay, so like, you know, where do you stay? And um, which, like, what's it like getting into the airport? What kind of restrictions are there? We could almost maybe try and use the pod to help us plan a potential yeah. trip because um, <laughs> I don't think we're getting any warm weather um, this winter which is gonna yeah that's gonna uh, be late I, I think the German Federation is also thinking about going and they I know that oh, really? they sent a few coaches there to check it out and I mm. think I think I'm not sure but I think that the um, senior team will, will go but I don't know I, I think they will lucky yeah. lucky guys hey, yeah, that's, uh, that, hey that's that's good intel you yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you should have told us that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, you are out of the EU, and I'm out of the team. <laughs> That's something. Officially, first oh. January. Oh no way! Really? Yeah, that was my last uh, last day. Oh. I don't feel so. Bad. That's sad. It's like it's like um, becoming a year older. It's like you you think something changes, and then it 
doesn't really. <laughs> I guess so. So what um what does this mean for you paddling wise? Are you gonna you're gonna be continuing or? Yeah, no. Look, I knew this before, so this is not like um yeah. So I knew this since August or something, September, um, mm. something like that. So this is like not new news for me, and it doesn't really change anything. So we'll we'll still see. I don't know. Next next election will show what what will happen. Because we might have to just call the pod Zoigs. <laughs> no, but look, look, but that's even better. You bring the paddling, I bring the Zoigs. Then that's that's also cool. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, Adam. We haven't cared about uh, Kimberly enough yet. Um, yes. So, Kimberly. I, mean, I was going to ask Kimberly. Yeah, okay, Adam. Oh, go on. I was going to ask if Kimberly prepared any Zoics, oh, yeah. if she brought some Zoics. Oh, that's good. Yeah, see, here we go. <laughs> well, so I've got actually, I've actually got a question because I saw this. I was like, I have to ask this. So apparently, apparently, because uh, Google helped me with this, but in in Germany, apparently people help like toads, like frogs to cross the road. Okay, that is like, Zoics, yeah. All right, like, yeah, all right, bring it on. So when I saw, I wanted to find out a little bit more, and I was like, "This is mental," because apparently they see them as like, like any like amphibians and reptiles as like sacred. Oh. So they put buckets like along like main roads, like on the fences, and then they like environmental wildlife people basically come at the end of the day or end of the week or something. And like pick the buckets up and take them across the road and release them into ponds. All right, so, so I just wanted to know if it was real. Oh wait, all right. So first of all, I'm not a toad expert. So everything <laughs> I say right now is like not like there's I don't know. All right, so just just for <laughs> as a disclaimer. But when I was younger, I had um I had a school trip like when I was in yeah. third grade or something. You are I don't know like eight or, or nine at the age so we went into like a, it wasn't so far away like i don't even know where it was but it was like somewhere in the woods and there was like a house and then one day we we went to look at like a frog bridge so that that's really a thing so ah. they, they had like that was like an endangered species and that's why they are like they went out to to think about something how they can save the frogs but I don't think they did it by boxes. They they like under a street where like many frogs cross. Apparently, they they dug tunnels and something. So, but but I don't think this has anything to do with sacred <laughs> things. So there's no religion <laughs> thing source involved. I think. <laughs> no, I think it's just like for sake of nature. That's but this is good that's soil. Cool. This is good soil. Kimberly, you did you did good already. That is good choice. And that's also a good title for the episode, Sacred Toads. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah, all right. Hey, I have questions for you. Um, do you have any New Year's resolution? I know, Adam, you said already that you won't drink anymore till the Olympics. Kimberly, what, what about you? Um, I'd, I'd like to do Adam's one, but I don't trust myself to follow mm. it. <laughs> However... Um, I think I, I I don't really kind of believe in all that resolution stuff. Like, if it helps people to create better habits, then fair enough, go ahead, do it. But I think for me, just kind of, I, well, I'd like to drink a bit more water. Oh, right. Um, I think I think I'm pretty. I'm not very good at staying hydrated. I keep. I do have the odd day where 
I struggle to drink enough water. So I think that's, I'm going to put it out there. That's going to be my water, resolution. Right? <laughs> drink and more do you have water. anything else except for alcohol? Uh, no, again, pretty similar. I'm not, I'm not massive into the whole New Year's resolution thing because I think that it's, if you want to make a change, you can, you know, if yeah. you decide on, if you decide like middle of December, just start now. That's, like, that's true. Um, but saying that, you know, I do like, I like, uh, like a clean page and a fresh, a fresh start. And like, um, I like a new, it's really satisfying getting a new journal for the year actually. And, and like setting that up and sort of planning out January and, um, but yeah, that's not really like a resolution type thing. I guess just, um, just that really just carry on. Keep on trucking. Um, <laughs> what about you, Saren? I basically I need to repeat my resolution from last year because I last year I couldn't I couldn't really do it. So hmm. my last year's resolution was to drink more alcohol, and then I and then <laughs> I couldn't do it because of COVID. So this is still going this year. I wanted to drink more alcohol and do more parties because I felt like I was missing out a bit on this <laughs> because of like you know training and 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 yeah the whole. Uh, season and everything so I didn't drink so much I didn't have so, so many good times in partying so I wanted to change that and then COVID came so I hope this year it's it's getting better and I started strong on day one so that's that's something that's good hey I actually I respect that um that is actually you know we laugh but that is a fine resolution if you want to party more then yeah why not why not yeah, you need to have more good times. That's really important. I agree. All right. <laughs> hey, Adam, do you have, you, you have questions too, right? Come on, bring them on. We need we need soics and paddling. Everything. Oh, you're not prepared again. <laughs> I found something. Oh, Adam, we'll give the podcast um, to Kim, and you you'll have to find a new <laughs> occupation. Man, you know, you know, I never prepare. <laughs> I always go off the fly. Maybe that should be my resolution: prepare for the yeah. pod. <laughs> no, no, I actually, I, um, I do have a question. I do have a question. And how do you think we should market the pod? Because so, so I, there's a podcast that I really enjoy listening to um, called the Peter Crouch Podcast, um, and that is a for those that don't know, he's a footballer who used to play for England and Stoke City. Um, but his podcast is really good and they they assigned um, like podcast ambassadors like all around uh, all around the UK and like different regions and each region has has a pod ambassador mm -hmm. and people had to like write in and say why they should be considered as a pod ambassador and they got sent like a t-shirt and you know people were doing things like they were leaving stickers on like the inside of like like cubicle toilets and stuff like that so people could see oh, oh yeah podcast oh, right, that Adam, Adam, before you before um, you get too deep into the question and to your idea i want to ask you two questions all right so first of all how good do you think our interaction with our listeners is right now because last um last last episode we asked a question into the into the audience and we got exactly zero answers to it <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is why we need to do more, more things like this. Um, but before we ask the audience, I wanted to ask you guys what sort of things we could do 
for the pod. They are just not, you know, not your run of the mill ideas. I want some inventiveness. <clears throat> hmm. You caught me off guard with this. I think we, I think we, we shouldn't market anything. I think we should just like put out first content, uh, good content first, and then, then we can see. By the way, uh, if you guys want to know how Kimberly uh, came on the pod, it's really easy. You just have to um, post on Instagram that you're listening to our podcast, and then boom, next week you're on. <laughs> I did, uh, right, to clarify, I did not ask to actually be on this. I was kind of, like, a bit scared to be on this. Um, <laughs> but, it went, well, when you were saying about the listeners and stuff, whenever I listen to it, I almost feel like I'm in the conversation with you guys and I go to talk and I'm like, no, wait, they can't hear me. So I'm like, well, um, I guess myself then would then go on to maybe messaging you guys if I had any questions. So I guess any listeners out there, if you have any questions whilst listening to this podcast, then ask Lauren or Adam on um, on social media because that's the best way to reach them. Yeah, I, guess. I think so. Um, Adam, but okay, wait. Let's spin the question back to you because when you ask this, you probably had an own idea, right? So what what is it? I actually didn't have my own idea yet, um, but I mean, I liked the idea of t-shirts and and pod ambassadors. <laughs> So we could almost, you know, if, if anyone out there wants to be a pod ambassador, we could maybe choose, choose one from each country. Um, and it's, you know, it's your job to be like on, like on the School of Rock, you know, at the start when, when he's forming the band in the classroom and, you know, so-and-so is on bass and so-and-so is on guitar. And, and he's like, well, you know, what do the rest of us do? And then it's like, well, you guys, you, know, you can be groupies. Um, and your job is to just worship the band. <laughs> It could be like, you know, we. I'm not saying we need to have podcast groupies, but I'm saying, you know, we, we could have ambassadors for the pod. Um, and yeah, like maybe, you know, if, if they, you know, if they apply and, and we accept them, um, you know, we could send them maybe like some stickers and okay. a t-shirt yeah, and, and it's their job to, you know, spread the word. Look, 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 okay. I was easy with you on you with the B idea, with the gates, okay? But this time we need to, I need to ask some questions back, all right? So first of all, what do they get back for being ambassadors? They get the t-shirt and stickers. But they can, they pay for it, and... right? They buy the t-shirts from us? Yeah, they get the opportunity to purchase <laughs> Paddling in Zoids <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> okay, I think we're like we're we're not there yet. Maybe in... they can, they can be part of a cool crew. All yeah. right, that's good. They could get access to behind the scenes, unheard. We could create like um, we could have like a. I mean, I mean, we're unedited anyway, but we could do like. Well, we could, as I say, we could we could start to do an extra ten minutes mm -hmm. at the end, and we just don't release it. Okay. And, you know, if, if you're an ambassador, you get to... Okay, get and I would think you get, like, a little homework and you, like, optimize your idea till the next episode and then you pitch again. <laughs> and then it's maybe a little bit more thought out. How, how's that? How does that sound? Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I've come up with more than you guys so far. So, come on. What have you got? Like, for... For, um, for what? Like... Or any ideas to market the podcast or like like a new topic 
to market the podcast. Yeah, like I said, I don't think we should market the podcast. I think it should be like anyone who wants to listen should come and then they can stay or not. We are, we are like growing steadily. It's fine. To be fair, our motto kind of is, you know, if, if you know, this is for us. Yeah, so if exactly. you don't like it, then <laughs> you can turn it off. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, I, yeah, it's going well. Hey, Kimberly. All right. So what did you expect when you, when you came? Like, do you want, is there anything you want to talk about or... I have so. No, I, I think it's just nice yeah, to have a general true. chat. Sometimes I keep forgetting that we're kind of on record and stuff, so, but it's nice to catch up and talk yeah. about some Zoigs as well rather yeah, than just paddling. Yeah. But I'll spin you the ball to paddling now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so you are quite active, like, okay, not super active, but a little bit active uh, with mental health, right? You are like doing doing yeah. some some stuff in that direction. So what... Yeah, say something about it. Like, do you? Yeah, okay, that's the that's, that's a really general, unspecified I mean, question. Um, <laughs> do you think mental health is really important for a sports career? I think it's important for any career, whether you have one or not. To be honest with you, um, yeah. I mean, like, I've only really been openly speaking about mental health for less than a year um it was a pretty huge step to do it on bbc um but it was really cool because it kind of felt like i was just having a conversation and that made me realize of how far i'd I'd come with it um but it's still important now like just because i've kind of gotten over a kind of darker period of my life doesn't mean that i can forget about my mental health like you've still got a top things up and be mindful of um where you are at whether whether you've experienced so it or when not when you say you don't you don't have to go too deep into it and like just say whatever you you feel fine with but when you say like you you come from a dark place so not don't maybe don't say what like happened or whatever but so you have experienced like problems with mental health yourself and then became active to help others deal with it right um, I mean, I'd like to think I've helped yeah. others. Um, I mean, doing something is better than nothing, so. Yeah, and that's what I kind of wanted to do. This is why I kind of used my platform that I have to show people that they're not alone, I guess. And more and more recently, people have been talking about it, which I think is really cool. Because um, I think there were uh, the gymnast, uh, British gymnast, Nal Wilson, he did um something on his youtube and it kind of made me go yeah i i want to almost do the same thing to tell my story like to help someone overcome any of any issues that they have um i kind of forgot where i was going with that but i think <laughs> I don't hey, know. Wait, when you said you, when you said you did something on bbc i don't what did you do there i, I don't know i just saw some some stuff on instagram oh. you posted sometimes so this is what i know yeah yeah, it was in August last year. Um, there were we did a piece um, around my, um, I guess my story around mental health, like where I'd come from, like not every single bit of detail, because um, not every single bit of detail needs to be told, just the general um, idea of it, and yeah, just kind of where I've come from, from school, like being bullied in school, um, and with it, with my relationship with with sport. 
and how that kind of interacted and just kind of where I've come to today and um, why I wanted to do it. I just did like a little interview piece um, with uh, a journalist, Nick Hope, on BBC. I think you can find it on my Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to ask. So how long is it and where can people watch it? Uh, it, it was August last year. No, no, not how long ago. Like how long is the piece? Like the... the, the... Oh, like oh, two, right. cool. three minutes. Cool. It's not that long. There's also an article of it on, on the website as well. And, and where can they watch it? Yeah. On your Instagram? I think I posted a video of it on my Instagram. All right, yeah. cool. Adam, you have also posted some stuff, right? With yoga and mental, like, something, right? Because it's really interesting because for me, this never really was a, was a topic. I, I don't know. I don't... It's not a big deal for me, even though I think mental strength at the start line is really really helping so i i maybe i did something in this direction to like have rituals and stuff but never like mm. yeah like mental health in that sense yeah no i think um i mean we started speaking a little bit about it i think it was in the felix episode um and like i think i mean that's part of it for me was what we spoke about there with I guess the, um, when we were saying about how it seemed almost not fair that we were able to do what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess just trying to like, you know, come to terms with that a little bit, which probably my stance where I came from, but also, you know, I've kind of. Wait, wait, Adam, you need to like get the, get the listeners that didn't listen to last episode maybe. So last episode we talked about that Adam and Felix are getting paid to pedal. And that is like hard to like, or not hard, but yeah, no way. It's hard to justify why that money spent in that direction. You've definitely got to, I think if you hadn't thought about it before and then it, you kind of realize maybe how lucky you are, how fortunate it can, you know, it can make you feel guilty or, or certainly something you've kind of got to make peace with and kind of be happy. Okay. With and be happy about, um, so I think that's probably where it started a little bit for me. But then also, I think, you know, I don't, um, I wouldn't say I've ever, you know, like struggled with mental health, like any issues. But then I know what it's like to be, to be down and sort of, that's not very nice. It's nicer to be feeling good more often. Um, that's why I want to party and, more. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Um, so when, you know, when I've spoken about it in the past, um, I actually got invited to talk about it from the perspective um, of someone who, you know, there's not necessarily like a story to tell. It's more, well, this is what I do to try and look after my, like, like preemptive, like what I'm doing before to try and make sure I, I don't struggle with my mental health. Um, but then I think it's, you know, I mean, it's good to see that that, that conversation is going on quite a lot actually at the moment. Um, it seems to be everywhere. And um I think that's really cool because it's not, it's almost, it's just health, yeah, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's like, it is, it is an absolute key pillar of yeah, health man, in I general. Think it's so like, weird. Look, like the, 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 you talk about everything. Like if you, if you hit your little toe, you, you'll tell like, man, this hurts a lot. But when you're like, when your brain, which is the, I don't know, the most important organ, basically, when that's not right, then you can't talk about it apparently. So that's, that's not right. One thing, one thing that I've noticed recently, which I'm a massive fan of is, 
um, you know, more and more people, you know how like how easy it is to have a conversation and just be like, hey, like, you're all right. And you're like, yeah, I'm all right. How are you? And you're like, yeah, I'm all right. I like, you know, I got so much respect now for the people who ask twice. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, hey, are you all right? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, are you all right? <laughs> are, you, are you really? And like some of the, you know, some of what comes out and, you know, even when you're feeling good, you still probably potentially like, not like admit something, but but talk about something that might be bothering you a little bit. Um, and, you know, that's that's quite nice to see. Yeah, true, man. Deep conversations here. So there's one for you. There's one for you. That is that has got deep. That has got deep. If there is a lesson, if there's something to take away, it's it's ask ask twice next time you ask someone. If if I mean if you've got the time, if you're just you know passing someone in a corridor. Welcome to Pedaling and Sykes. The podcast about Brexit, depression, and pedaling. And frogs. And frogs. Yeah. Okay, I got some toys. Come on, let's let's lighten up the, the conversation a little bit. We need to Brian this yeah, up. All right, okay, so I have, yeah, I have a perfect heavy. question, okay? So what could you steal easily? And wait, so so um, <laughs> when I when I thought about the question, I had a very special item in mind, but I forgot what it was. So then I was just left with the question. And I couldn't come up with anything anymore. But what I thought about was, What could you steal and no one would even notice that it's missing? Parts and then, minds. But then thereby, uh, you know, <laughs> still, you still need to steal it and like take it off and everything. And if you can't come up with anything, then I can even make the answer even easier. But first, shoot. What can you steal that's, that, that's easy to steal? Is this, so is this a riddle no, no, or no, is no, this? You, no, I, there is no, no okay, answer. cool. I don't know. I'm curious. I want to steal some stuff maybe. <laughs> i know there so at the end of each race you know how at the end of each competition shall i say they have the boards oh yeah yeah i have stuff. a few <laughs> exactly so they're pretty easy to uh take home as a souvenir all right that's something i i, I need something more um spicy though soon adam you can go then i'm thinking still um, okay, wait, while you're thinking, I built my first idea that I had. So I think... Yeah, I've got a really cool idea. <laughs> What do you mean, Adam? Okay, I, I have an idea. So what about, you know how like, like hotel quality bedding is like, it's really nice. Yeah. Well, like if it's a good hotel, you know, they've yeah. got nice pillows and stuff. You could travel with your own <laughs> bedding and then, and then just like swap <laughs> oh, it out. Good. And maybe they wouldn't notice, at least at least for long enough for you to get yeah, away so with it. Going to hotels, you can also easily steal towels and bathrobes. I'm not saying that I ever done it, but it would be yeah. really easy. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> I had an idea. Do you know these pranks where they wear like um, yellow jackets, like from traffic stuff, and then like a ladder, and they they try to sneak into places. So you yeah. could reverse that oh, and then yeah. just go into a store, put on the yellow jacket, take a ladder, and walk out. Like, you know, like you just, you just <laughs> okay. did something there. And then when they ask, like, Maybe and when they ask you, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Bye. See you. See you next, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence, Confidence is key. Is key. All right. And now I'll change the question to what could you easily steal in a friend's house? 
some mugs because I have had mugs and cups disappear from my house after I've had a little bit of a gathering. Adam? Oh, um, maybe snacks, no, no, no. or um, or maybe maybe toilet rolls. You know, for when they all disappear <laughs> off the shelves, you could smuggle a few home with you. <laughs> Although, if if they've disappeared off the shelves, we're probably not allowed in people's houses. <laughs> what about like? Um, I've heard, I've heard, I saw a picture that someone exchanged uh, like family pictures of a picture of themselves. And they just hang it on the wall, and, and they and they came back like three months later, and they didn't notice. <laughs> so you could, that's you a could, really good idea. Easily, like you I've could easily like, like steal pictures if you replace them. If you replace them, though. Yes, of course. Yeah. Hey, I'm out of stoics, Adam. You, if you didn't prepare, then man. I've, I've right, got a question. Then. Shoot. Do you believe in ghosts? ghosts? Oh. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> But do you like believe in like that kind of world? Mm. No. And then you? <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe in ghosts like as you see them on in like films and things. No. But um, a bit of a a bit of a presence, a bit of a mark on the universe left by someone. Who has recently passed? Wait, uh, maybe. Let's let's just yeah. play it back. Kim, do you think of do you do you think in like believe in ghosts then, like spirits? Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. And how do they? Yeah. How how can you totally. tell they are there? And how how do they? Well, how does it work so, then? Tell us all about it. Right. Two two things. I it's kind of been embedded on me from watching this TV show that I've been watching for about 15 years. Um, Supernatural. Also, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, yes. Hopelessly devoted to it. Anyway, um, when I was younger, I kid you not, I definitely saw a ghost. I definitely did. How did it look? Was it friendly? I only saw it for oh. not very long. But, but hear me out. So I was walking out of my living room door and I saw a white figure who looked like a young girl who I thought was my sister walking into the kitchen. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to scare her. I can like just open the door and like go boom. Um, I opened the door and there was no one in the room. But I kid you not, this image is like embedded into my brain and my memories of seeing this young girl walking into the kitchen. And that's it. That's my ghost story. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I'm convinced, to be honest. You probably not. Yeah, I didn't see didn't it. That's true. It. it wasn't there. But hey, it would be no way of knowing. Would be like, no way of knowing. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I I believe that like dogs and animals can sense. Yeah. Things. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sounding yeah, like exactly. a yeah, bad yeah, woman yeah. on here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, but that's good, Soix. If that's something, yeah, I mean, paddling and Soix, you can talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about ghosts, then let's go there. I was just, I was curious whether or not you you believe in anything hmm. like that. Hmm. But I, I believe in something. I believe like, that 
I believe in science, first of all, like at the beginning of everything, then there's science, all right. But then when you play it back to like the beginning of the universe, then at that point, we don't know any further. So what's there? But I think at a certain, like in a, in a certain amount of years or decades or centuries, we will know the answer to that as well. And then this question just goes one step further back again, you know? So, and I, I don't know. I believe, I believe that <laughs> so there is a beginning, but that's it. And yeah. what about you? You have been quiet for a lot yeah. of time. Go scare you or what's happening here? Oh yeah. I'm terrified. No, you're just making me think a little bit, um, which I wasn't anticipating <laughs> having to do, but, you know, <laughs> on a Sunday evening when I'm hopefully just get dinner in bed soon. But, um, oh, that is a big one. Um, <laughs> I think, um, Hey, everyone used to believe that the earth was flat oh. and you know, that's got, that's been proven by science to be otherwise. Um, that's just one like big example. Yeah, but wait, um, wait, no, wait, wait. You, you know, this is the other way around. You know, people thought and thought ghosts are real, and then science proved that they're not. <laughs> you know, so this is the other way around. Have they? I don't think they have proved yeah, that they're not. Can't prove that God isn't real because, like, you can never prove something isn't real because you. How would you? That's that's the problem but with science in a way. That's where that's where you've kind of got philosophy, and science, and you know the whole thing. Is when you, yeah. When you I say I about I don't God, like to say anything. Oh, yeah, that doesn't exist, or that's not no. true and stuff. Because you, you can't one hundred. And if someone wants to believe that, then um, especially if it's a positive thing, then hey, good for them. That's nice. <laughs> exactly, and I think well, I guess Christian Christianity with with um, God and stuff. It, no, it's it's religion, does he? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is all based on belief, and like, I believe that ghosts and spirits and stuff are, like could be real. But like, I'm not. I'm not saying that they definitely are. It's just generally what I think. Okay, but I got another question. How? Um, why is that important? No, but, it, that, but that, that would be the next question. So, like, people like, I don't know. They like spend their entire entire life to hunt ghosts or whatever, and then. Yeah. Like, how does that affect your life at any, like, in any way? So let's say there is a, unless there isn't like an, I don't know, ghost living right in your, in your house that's annoying you, then who cares? You know, let's say you have like a, a roommate that's a ghost and he's like in, I don't know, like, do you, how do you call people that like uh, um, undress themselves in front of other people? How do you call them? Like, flashers? Like is that a word? Flashers? <laughs> Okay, let, let's yeah, say if you, you flash someone that's a ghost and he's flashing you at like bad times, then then that will be annoying. But other than that, how 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 I don't care about ghosts. Well, why why does anyone do anything? Why do we what? Where, <laughs> like no 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 no, you're just saying how like like why do people hunt ghosts and stuff and blah blah, but like. Why do we mess about in a river, yeah, in a boat? Yeah, why do we go around bread and green? Yeah, because that's fun. <laughs> the ghost hunters will think ghosts okay. is fun. Ghosts are fun too, then. 
If I ever see a ghost, then I'll I'll tell you if it was fun or not. Maybe maybe ghosts get a bad <laughs> reputation. Who knows? Maybe ghosts should be like hired more. Maybe they don't have a lobby. <laughs> this has gone very it's very yeah, zoinky. Hmm. <laughs> Do you think in uh, heaven and hell then also? Nah. This is where I kind of not. I wouldn't say this is where I draw a line, but like, I try not to think about it too. All right. Much. And do you think? Do you do you believe in God then? Also, eh, again, I I try not to think about it too much. I don't want to think that one thing is real or not because, like, I I believe in science, but I also kind of believe in other things. Like, I think we're mad to think that we're the only living hmm, thing I don't in the think universe. That. No, but like this is the thing. It's like we don't have the proof. Yeah. It's just kind of but, like. Yeah. Um, um, no, so so wait. Let's that. let's sum this up. So you think there's like a soul in the body that is undying? Hmm. I think this yeah. is a good this is a good way to segue actually. So there's this conversation a soul in the body and then into... dying, and then it goes somewhere, and some souls somehow come back somehow, and and then. We'll Adam, and then they and then they taunt me and send me phishing mails. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I was gonna say though, have you guys seen the new the new Disney movie yet? Soul. Soul. No, I've not I've not Do seen you have it, Disney Plus? I've heard about it. No, but my sister does and I pay for it. <laughs> but that's a different issue. Yeah, Adam, go on then. Is it good? Did you watch it? It's, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, no, it's very good, it's, and it will answer some of these questions for you. Um, okay. In a you know in a in a, it's a non-fiction film, so it it will tell the truth from science. <laughs> Another great non-fiction film which we spoke about uh, New Year's Eve, Inside Out. Ah, it's. Oh, Inside it's Out a, is so good. They have it's like five brilliant. emotions in the head, right? And then they control, right? Yeah, that's yes. a good movie. That's good. Yeah. I think it, I think it's brilliant because it's like, through when it came out and stuff, I was doing a lot of psychology with my, my psych. And when that came out, it was like, this is so simple. Like, I think it's absolutely brilliant they've brought a film out like that. I bet kids just don't get it, but... When yeah, you're adults, maybe you it's like it. simplifying a few things, you know, that that don't are like so mm. you can't grasp them, and then a, a film like this simplifies it a little bit so you can get it better. It's good, and I think kids get I yeah. think kids get more than you give them credit for. Yeah. Hmm. Psychology <laughs> episode didn't have that yet. It's good. No. Mm. Kimberly, do you think? You know what's interesting? I can see like all the statistics from the podcast and I can tell like who's women, who's men, uh, how old they are. And you as a woman, what would you like to hear more on the podcast? Because we have like, most of the time we have like 25% women and 75 men. But also we need to consider that more men pedal than women. So what would you like, like to have in the podcast more often? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can think about there because I, I, really, I don't really know many 
girls or women who listen to podcasts mm-hmm. will stop. So that could also be a thing as well. Like the only people I really know are guys. Um, oh, I don't know. That's a hard question because I've been quite interested in everything that's been said. I really liked the episodes with Jane. Or maybe that's just because it's like it's another girl and it's like a different perspective. But finding out she was a doctor and things like that. Yeah, but do you know what's interesting? Do you know what's interesting? Um, I thought that too, that like Jane's episode would get more uh, female listeners. But Felix Oshmart's episode is the the most women listen there. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, wow. (laughs) Well, well, there you go. From a percentage, you know, from a percentage point of view. So, yeah. well done, Felix. <laughs> that is a good stat. That is a very good stat. I'm sure he'll be proud of that one. Maybe we should get him. We could get him a sticker made for his boat for that. Like we've got one for Dirty Mike and one for the Jane. <laughs> hey, I got a qu- uh, I got a paddling related question that I just just came up with. Um, do you think you have a very different relation to your trainer or your, your coach than than your male colleagues? Like, and and how? How how is it different? Yeah. Who me? Oh yeah, me. Because um, I notice in Germany, like from the training groups, I can I I can um, observe that um, some like it's very different how the how the the coaches interact with the women and how they interact with the guys it's like it's it's like they're from a different species no honestly i'm not i'm not exaggerating <laughs> what exaggerating the word yeah yeah i'm not exaggerating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i it's hard to say like because i mean adam joined our training group four five years ago four years ago it might seem um, like it's been that long, but it's not. It's just over no. three. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was, it was 2017, actually, yeah. Um, and, like, I've been working with our coach for... since the end of 2011. So, like, almost, like, nine and a half, nine and a bit years now. And I think... And this, like, Craig, he's worked with girls for a long time. Like, he had a bunch of girls working with so he's he's got quite a lot of experience of how to talk to girls and how to deal with emotions and things like that um but I wouldn't say that there's like a different way he kind of treats if that makes sense he still coaches the same way yeah but wait wait wait, but wait yeah okay wait wait I'm not talking about if he tells you to paddle different or like gifts from the technical point of view, different inputs, but I mean, like, maybe the way women deal with failure or mistakes, that's probably different. So, I don't know, I I don't, I can't think of any time a peddling guy cried. I mean, that's general, it's not new that women cry more often than men, but I think in peddling it's even harder. Like there are, I I know many peddler girls who, cry like after races or even in training runs um (laughs) and that doesn't happen so often with guys so and then as a coach you definitely have to deal differently with that because you well what's what's the question here is this you know should should the coach deal with girls differently or should (laughs) boys cry more (laughs) 
you know, maybe maybe they're more emotionally intelligent to allow themselves to do that, have that release. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. But, but, but the, if we're, yeah, if then we're then going deep today, then... No, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Let's say you have like two runs and you cry after the first run, then I can't, I don't think that you're more relieved into the second run than when you didn't do that, you know? You, you, you sell it as a relief now, but I think it's, I would imagine it to be more of a burden. Don't you think? Depends on how you, what's the word? I guess deal with situations like that, like as the athlete. No, but what, what I wanted to know is, um, and this is also like a bit, little bit of a question for myself. So since the reactions after a failure or even a success or a medium success, whatever happens in the race or at the training or whatever the situation is, you as a coach, you have to react differently to it. And you can't treat the guy the same way that you treated the girl if they come to finish and like one guy's one the one the girl is for example crying and the guy is just like nah fuck this there has to be different reactions to it and i want to know if ever it happened to you that like a coach totally misjudged your emotions or or totally misunderstands you or you feel you don't feel understood Yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Really? No, it, because it's you, like everyone's human. It, like, you're not going to automatically assume that that person is feeling what they're showing. And for me, I'm very good at hiding what I really feel. Um, so I've kind of like said to myself that, like, like me and my coach are like, created this safe space where I can be honest and can be open but it's all on me to do that so if if he misreads how I'm feeling it's my own fault for not expressing what I'm feeling mm -hmm. no that makes if sense, that yeah. makes any I, sense. I, I'm not sure if that's a good approach because there's always two people to a conversation and like communication in general is like you know there's this model um, with the four mouths and four ears or something. And I think that's pretty, you know, you know what I'm talking about? No, all right. No, I won't no. go there. Um, but it's like, a, it's, a, it's a communication that there's always people talking with each other. It's, it's, there are like levels to it basically. So it's, it's important who you are, what happened before, um, all these things go into it. So you can't say the communication part is just on you. That's just, that's what that was just my idea right now. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, can I just add my little? There's probably like, you know, this. It depends on on the coach and their coaching style, but for sure, I think some coaches have have that bit of a like like a personal touch as well, um, rather than which I think is probably quite suited to slalom because you know, there's everyone is so different. Um, and there's not like one way, you know. And if, if and if you think that, then you're wrong. Yeah, no, 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 um, yeah, no, no. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, and there's, you know, like we've definitely all seen it. Um, so I think, you know, one of the the biggest strengths of a coach, I guess, could be if if they are if they're working with multiple athletes and different genders, then yeah, the ability to, you know, coach 
the athlete and not, you know, just be kind of putting their opinions and their slant on everything. I think it's, it's yeah, working as a what team. I, what I it? think is really interesting about this whole question is that this doesn't stop at paddling, you know? So this is something you can, you know, you can, you can take it from paddling. And we talked about this before, like, what can you learn from paddling that helps you in later in life? So let's say you're a manager and you've experienced this situation in paddling, then you can like transfer it to real life and, and, you know, don't make mistakes that you have seen before. And I think without saying that anything like let's say it's not better or worse to cry or better or worse to like hide your emotions and not tell anyone um but you definitely see this different approaches from guys and girls and then you can like act accordingly and i think that's really really important as a coach and manager or whatever you know also boyfriend girlfriend that you just have to treat people differently Deep episode. Whew. How did that happen? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is supposed to be a light-hearted podcast. I know. Hmm. <laughs> ah, I, there was one thing that you've oh, asked everyone, but uh, not me. Food or wait, what are we asking always, Adam? No, it's not food, right? We did have a national dish one at the start, but yeah, then we stopped we stopped that. that. And then if we've asked everyone. Another question, then I feel like that's happened without us noticing. What then, Kimberly? What is it? It was, what are you looking forward to? Ah, yeah, wait, stop. The games? No, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I have a question written down and it's different for you. So, yeah, sorry. Oh, God, okay. Um, so, because we can't ask this <laughs> at the same time every time, but you can obviously say, you can obviously, you, but you can that's obviously fine, say what, what you're looking forward to. But the question is, what are you fearing? And about the upcoming Olympics and no COVID answers allowed. Yeah, what's your fear What, regarding the Olympic Games? And Adam, I want to know your your answer as well. It's a down it's a down episode anyway, so we can just try... go all the way. Fuck it. I'm I'm gonna try not to get too deep. <laughs> um, because we can quite easily dive into that. Uh, what am I fearing most? I that isn't covid related i think that is hard um adam if you've got one go because <laughs> my mind is gone <laughs> um it's tough i guess a bit is like a bit there's a few unknowns For, for well for both of us I guess because we've not competed at the games before um, and whilst you know I know we, we, we've both been there and seen it um, I don't know if it's just I think and uh, fear is maybe the, the wrong question. word that's the question I'm curious fear um, I mean I'd be scared I'd you know wake up and Oh, yeah. Something that's hurts. Valid. That's valid. <laughs> and you're in for a bad day, like, you know, making sure that actually, you know, we're, yeah, I guess, yeah, fear not arriving when I want to arrive. <laughs> All right. What about the flu? You could get the flu and then not be able to compete. 
Oh, definitely. I think this is a danger definitely. that is like really not talking about. Like, if you have the flu on race day, then ciao. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think. Well, I mean, I'd compete yeah. anyway. Um, but um, and you know, we'd all we'd all do whatever we could to you know feel up for it if it's you know, yeah, yeah. You know, Baraka and coffee and paracetamol <laughs> or something. <laughs> you get it. No, You're not okay, missing that yeah, event, basically. All, all within Wada's like restrictions, yeah. obviously. Hey, are, you, are you guys not Everything afraid leaves. to fail? Like, are you guys not afraid? Well, yeah, but that's I not too deep. I mean, deep. are you not afraid that like gay two no. fifty penalties chow in semi final by? I think yes is the simple answer. Yes, every I mean every competition or whatever like i am afraid to not do as well i know i know i know but this isn't your every race this is the olympics so the consequences are way tougher than than they would be in a in your every race you know if you're in the world cup final then i mean you're in the final and it's fine next year's the next world championships but at the olympics you might never return and then you know i don't want to like stress you out even more but 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 I wanted to know because no one is like talking about this. There's like a huge pressure on you or not. I think it's because like we've we've all like anyone who's going to the games has been in a situation yeah. in a high pressure situation and they've almost like trained themselves and their brain to constantly be thinking about what they have done and what they have done to put themselves in the best situation. I that think when any any fear comes in, you well for me that I will definitely fuel that into adrenaline and and things like that. Um, but that's what I do and have hmm. trying to do. I think a little bit, you know, it's accepting that that totally could happen as well, and being okay with that to 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 stay on the. <laughs> I, I fear we're gonna go a bit deep again. But yeah. um, if, <laughs> if uh, one of my favorite sport films oh, yeah. is Cool yeah. Runnings, you've seen it, right? And there's a great line in it where um, the guy who, like the main one in the sleigh team, he um, he says to the coach and he's like, you know, if when it comes down to it and, you know, if we win, he's like, how will I know I'm enough? And it's like, And the coach says, he says, if you're not enough without the gold medal, you'll never be enough with it. And that, that to me kind of sums it up a little bit. Um, like, you know, you've got to be happy to go there and not win as well. You've got to be happy with yourself. Yeah, I mean, it can't be everything. Um, so I'm, you know, so I'm more than happy to, to, to talk about it and admit that like hundred percent, you know, I'm there to win. Um, and I fully believe that, that I'm going to, um, But I've had this conversation with myself already where it's like, you know, I can say something like that and not look like an idiot yeah, if it doesn't happen. Because um, I've, you know, I've accepted. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it might not. And I'll deal with that when we get there. Um, and, you know, I'll be down for a little while, but it's not like I'll be sad forever. So why not? You just got to be all in. You got to be. That's how I feel anyway. I know everyone's a little bit different and wants to approach these things in their own yeah, way um, but quite similar. yeah whenever 
whenever someone says like oh what's your goal for this year like in my head I'm like Olympic goal Olympic goal like basically smashing it against my head like that Olympic goal when I say it out loud it almost like I'm like should I should I be saying this in case that it does all go wrong see that is a fear that is a genuine fear and I think that's that's one thing that um you know I think as sports people we could all probably have is actually like you know people like fear success or people fear admitting that you know they want success or that they think it's going to happen for them and that probably isn't something we should be but afraid I like, of, right? Like, I remember in 2015, so that was my first time in C1 on the on the team, and I totally didn't know what I wanted to expect. I, I, I'm not even sure if I, if I like, before the race, if I set any goals to myself. And I mean, this is not the Olympics, so maybe the comparison uh, hinks a bit, but whatever. Um, so, but I remember as soon as I went into the final, and that was like already like a big success, I was like, all right, now, now I'll take a medal. And I, I said that to my coach. And because, because once you're in the final, everything is <laughs> possible. So I like to like, you know, take things step by step. So you start with, all right, good run. And then I'm into the semifinal. Better run, I'm into the final. And then everything goes here to win or take a medal or whatever. Take one step at a time. Yeah. Or each run at True. a time. All right, that was a special episode. I think it's interesting that the that the that the episodes are all so different depending on the guest you have. You know, it's it's always like it's really different. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I've liked about listening to it. Like, because I know everyone that you, that you've had on it, but you almost see a different side. And yeah, no, I think it's been yeah. really cool. Yeah, that was a lot deeper than I expected. But um, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> hey. This that happens sometimes, and that's great too. Yeah, Kim, who do you who do you want to have on the podcast? Who would you want to listen to? Um, I'd like to hear from someone who hasn't hmm. made an Olympic sport, <laughs> uh, or or is like trying to. Um, we had we had we had Rafi we had Rafi on who he is fighting for it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe someone like Rafi again. Another maybe girl, a girl. Yeah. Another girl. They're they're good stories. Actually, I quite like hearing that how how people's selection is working and stuff. Yeah. I want to that have a, a, good thing. a former paddler on. Maybe we can think of someone who mm. stopped paddling and how their life's now. Mm. And I have one in mind. Also, Britain. Well, maybe we'll see. I, I can't say too much because if he doesn't come on, then we look bad. <laughs> <laughs> he no or she. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right, Kim, is there anything else you would like to talk about? Because we are like talking for a comfortable, a comfortable, oh, we are like, we are going long already. So, um, no, no, yeah. wait, wait, no, don't no, worry. It's I'm like, not, don't I'm worry. We can, we, we have a few more minutes. If there's anything you still want to talk about, then shoot. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I think, I think we've spoken quite a lot, to be fair. And yeah, we've caught up, chat about, well, we haven't chatted much about COVID, which has actually been yeah. quite nice. That's refreshing. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, it's yeah. good. Hey, I want some uh, intel though for Brexit. Um, so 
So it's like official now. So it's like since 1st of January, then you're out now. So has anything changed since then or was everything done before already? Uh, not from my perspective. It's like what I... you said earlier, Soren, when um, well, you said it was to do with you because you knew it was going to happen, yeah. but you were off the team. And it's like, you think it's going to, and then you're like, oh, it's the same. It's, you know, it's, it's the same. You like everyone, even when I remember the original vote and it was like, everyone was kind of sad. Yeah, we saw it on the news in the morning and I was driving to training and on the radio, this guy was like, yeah, you know, everyone's all like doom and gloom about Brexit. Um, this is just before we knew how long it was going to get dragged on. And um, he was like, but actually like, what's different? He's like, we still woke up this morning and had our breakfast and mm. cracked on with our day. Like, I guess, you know, day to day, yeah, it's not much different. All right, guys. Then, um, yeah, Kim, thank you for coming on. That was really good. Really, like, yeah, different than the last episode. That's also really great. Uh, did you have fun? Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. I've, yeah, talking about ghosts and stuff. I don't really have <laughs> conversations like that. So. We can change the no, name to cool. Ghosts and Stuff. <laughs> hey, um, Adam. I have I have a new year's revolution for a uh, resolution for us though. We I think we need a new title cover. I'm tired of it. That was like just that was just for the few first few episodes. We need a new one for season two. New new title cover. Okay, we will. Yeah, that's a good idea. Time. That's just important. We could cut our, we could cut our faces out of pictures of us and attach our faces to some kind of like a famous duo of some sort <laughs> but of our faces i i don't know what, yeah, we'll what that is yet but um all right we can have a think <laughs> okay then um we'll see you guys uh, soon hopefully i hope i come i can come back to london at some time i'm looking forward to it again missing it i need uh, blue's kitchen chicken wings adam mm. Oh man, those chicken wings. Yeah. I need some Blue's Kitchen Every chicken wings week. as well. Oh, I've only ever had them once. Out there. Oh, they are good. Aren't All right, Kim. I think that's probably the saddest thing we've talked about this whole podcast, to be honest. That's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you should change your life and go to Blue's Kitchen and get chicken wings there. Sure yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> then I think we'll wrap it up. I will uh, stop the recording and then uh, see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers.